were just basically thinking of doing like after APs impressions. Like if you guys studied a lot, if you didn't study, how you felt maybe testing anxiety. I know before APs we talked about how some people were worried about sitting down for a really long time again after COVID and like taking a real exam. So if anyone had any thoughts about like study techniques that maybe worked for them. I didn't have, I don't have APs at my school technically. I was taking college finals. But one thing that helped a lot was to go over past lectures because I knew it was going to be on the exam. So it was helpful to go back and take a little bit of notes just really quick before the exam. I studied for that like a lot because that's something like I'm passionate about and that's something I want to major in. So I want to get the credit. So I studied more for it. And like I saw like all, my teacher he gives us like AP practice tests so I study that in order like I could see what my mistakes are and what I need to study and then for my AP bio test I literally did not care for that because I already gave up on that class and I'm like that test was so hard like I can't did anyone else take AP bio yeah like the I AP took- test? Oh, oh my gosh, the FRQs actually killed me. I know, like, I didn't even know what it was asking. And then for the graph, like, I thought I did it right. Like, I was like, I'm confident about it. But literally everyone I talked to got different things. And I'm like, what's right? Oh, I was, was like, confident like, about that one. The AP, like, the first one's question, um, the time I was completely, like, off. I took, literally. like, an hour to do the first two. And I was, like, left to gram the last four in 30 minutes. Literally same. I feel like time management is a really big thing for AP tests because I feel like if you don't handle your time well, you're kind of, like, you're going to struggle and then you're not going to do as well because you spent so much time on one section rather than spreading it out. So I feel like I feel like teachers, actually, they need to, like, um focus a little bit more too on like time management and how we can like equally balance each section so we can like do better so I feel like that's something a lot of people struggle with yeah and you know after the AP test man I all I all I felt was like relief I was just so glad it was over because it was just like okay like what next I mean like after the AP tests I feel like school has like chilled out for the most part so that was yeah literally same in my ap psych and bio class we're literally not doing anything and i'm like it's kind of worth it like two months of not doing anything it's like so because those are my hardest classes i'm like okay it's all over But was the same for me too. Like I actually ended school, so like I only had two weeks of like not doing anything, and like I after I took the exam, I like felt how much like the break was needed. Mm-hmm. Like I felt so relaxed and so relieved after I took my exams because I didn't have any work after my AP exams. Um, I was like stressed for a really long time because I had my AP Chem exam first, and it was the first day of testing. So I freaked out about that for, like, the entire, like, second half of April, basically. And I spent, like, an entire week or, like, a week and a half studying for that. And then I was, like, burnt out by the time I, like, got to the actual exam time. So I felt like I could have done something to, like, pace myself better than probably. So I wouldn't be 
so tired, you know, studying for um, the other exams, like, right after I took my chem exam. But yeah, I feel that. Like, I only started really studying after April vacation, which is, like, end of April onwards, which is kind of, like, it, yeah, it wasn't the best time to start studying. Because um, I also, I took, like, two APs this year. Um, so, yeah. Funny thing. Actually, in my, um, for chemistry, I took my last unit test literally like mid-April so she hadn't even finished teaching us everything yet so like even if I wanted to study like the entire course I couldn't because she wasn't done with her curriculum and then for computer science my teacher didn't even teach me the last unit of like the course so then I was kind of confused on the exam but I probably could have reviewed better for anyways but I just didn't have any time with how much I was struggling with chem and then like only two days in between the two tests. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that was, oh, sorry. <laughs> oh, that was literally me for my bio class. Like that class, she bases, like she bases like our grade based on like a test for the unit. And that's so bad because a lot of people do bad on that test because it's so hard. And I wish that, like, I literally couldn't study that material like how I did for psych and see what I could have done better because she didn't really do, like, a good job explaining it. And I feel like one of the big reasons of doing well in an AP test is, like, your teacher, too. So I feel like they need to, like, really, like, teach you all the materials, make sure you know it, and teach you, like, different strategies so you can, like, really do your best rather than, like... I don't even know but like I had the same problem too like we didn't even cover all the units like we had two units after the test and it was like on the AP test and I was like what so I just know I did not do good on that I we had so she finished we had our last unit test three days before the AP exam and then she gave Mm -hmm. us the last three classes to review for the AP exam but like she didn't review she didn't do anything she was just like review with your classmates and um like throughout the year um she had been like incorporating ap style questions and stuff but Mm -hmm. i feel like if more um structured outlined as like to when you should be start start studying and what units you should start reviewing like beginning of april like so on um i feel like that would helped i agree um, and for my other AP, I did AP World History, and my teacher was out half the year, so we didn't, we didn't get through a lot. But, like, um, we focused on, we basically did two units, and one of the units the DBQ was on, which is great. Um, so that was good. I feel like I kind of got lucky with my AP US History teacher. Mm-hmm. He was actually like really good at like explaining things for us and like getting down to like what we needed to know he gave us way too many dbq practices if i'm being honest like throughout <laughs> year um we made so many outlines but i only wrote like one essay but that was fine but um he timed us on all of those mm-hmm. so like my timing was good on that but then for ap lang i struggled with my timing so hard on the essay section because you do all three essays at once Mm -hmm. so i spent so long on my um first two essays that my last essay was cut off so short 
because we never done it like all in one sitting it was all like separated and I was so burnt out on like the last essay I was I was like I've been writing for two hours straight I I I can't (laughs) that was literally me too for my AP English class she like um she prepared us for it and I feel like I did you know it was she prepared us for it but she just I feel like with the AP English test with that much writing and all that stuff you really need to know time management and she didn't focus on that so it was so like hard to time myself out on those three essays so for this synthesis and rhetorical one I spent so much time writing that and do you know how much time I had left for the argument like it's so bad I only had like 15 minutes left 15 minutes did you yes one five but I tend to do well in the argument ones, but this one, I didn't even understand what they were saying. Like, it was, oh my god, it was about, like, how, um, no, decisions, it, Yeah, right? you got the same prompt as me. It was, like, it, I don't even know what it was. It was so me too. and ambiguous mm-hmm. and, like, philosophical. Yeah. I was, so confused. I was like, I don't know how I'm supposed to write this in 15 minutes. So I was like, I'm just writing random stuff down. <laughs> but the multiple choice how do you feel about the multiple choice that was multiple choice it felt like an sat prep if i'm being completely honest yeah it was it literally felt like the march sats i'm not joking yeah i was like people were saying it was so easy and i was like it felt like an sat test more than people like easy i felt like like with lang there's a bunch mm-hmm. of like vocabulary words yeah. i don't know but like i did practice with my teacher because it was for a grade for us mm-hmm. it was really bad but um <laughs> she curved it for us she curved it by like 20 points for everybody when we did our practice mm-hmm. but um, there's like so many like vocabulary words that like mm-hmm. we just don't go over like i actually don't know what i did in that class other than like read the great gatsby that was oh my I- god me too like, I completely forgot anything related to APs. I just remember, like, the book. Like, just, like, the good part of the book. Yeah, I don't really know how the books correlate to the actual course, but... Yeah. <laughs> I kind of want to watch that movie now. It's a good movie. Because I think the book was actually pretty okay. Yeah. It was, like, I like boring. Uh-huh. It's like the book? Other- the book is better than the movie because the book explains everything so well. The movie is more like for the aesthetic kind of. Like it's very aesthetic with the time, like with the jazz and everything. And Leonardo DiCaprio's in it too, so. <laughs> so of course. Come on. Yeah, it has to be good. Because I know like things are different in the movie. My friend actually watched the movie instead of reading the book, and like some of the details are different, so she got like points off on her test. Oh like, my god! Like most detailed, and I was like, "Well, well, you could have at least spark noted like the book." Or exactly, literally. Along, like along with watching the movie. Mm-hmm. Like, oh yeah, I feel I feel so like free now after like okay. I can't remember how stressed I was because it was like a month ago. If I'm being honest with you, yeah, I don't really know how stressed I was, but now I'm like stressed again. Not because I like AP exams, but college essays and like college oh apps. my god everyone is telling yeah. me to like start my essays in the summer and i'm sitting yeah, here like i don't know what colleges i want to apply to 
I only toured one college and I have to submit all my applications by November 1st. Like, I don't know. I'm like so lost. I think that's a whole nother. I feel like we deserve a break. Like after AP test now, we have to focus on which college we're going to. I feel like we deserve a break. It's a lot. Like in the whole scheme of things, I'm just realizing that summer break is actually really, really short. It's only two months. Mm-hmm. Out of the nine months we have school, that's school. exactly. Mm-hmm. And like, I feel like there's this immense amount of pressure to like do something with your summer break. You can't just go to the beach. You have to like do an internship or you know. Yeah. I don't know. Anyway, I felt that. <laughs> I felt that. Literally last summer, I did absolutely nothing. And when I came back to school my junior year, I heard everybody saying they did this internship, they did that, like they got this summer you job, and I was like. Time. Yeah. I'm like, like was I like, supposed to do that? So then like, and summer classes for your GPA. Yeah. So then this summer, like this summer, this summer, <laughs> I'm doing a lot because I don't want to feel like embarrassed kind of. I don't know if that's the right word by not doing something because I literally I don't know if it's just my school, but I feel like if you're not doing something to a certain standard, you get judged kind of. And it's really hard to deal with that. So I feel like based on that, it's really hard because then you feel pressure about doing something and you're not even sure if you want to do it. You're just doing it so you don't feel judged. And I feel like the same thing goes with the AP test too, you know? There's so much pressure around it and I feel like it's not the end of the world. Yeah, I feel like especially in my county, it's really competitive and people here are like Mm -hmm. really smart. And like, especially like with the people I know and like taking AP classes, you're like associated with like other smart people as well. So then when they start talking about like their thing, you're thinking, mm-hmm. oh, maybe I'm I'm not doing as well as like I thought I was. Mm-hmm. And like you start comparing yourself. Yeah. And I feel like it's so mm-hmm. unfair that you get judged off of like one singular three hour test. Yes. And it scored one, two, three, four, five, like not even yes. in a percentage. It's so like cut. Mm-hmm. Like and yeah. people always say that, like, um, these scores don't define your intelligence, and they don't really mean it. Like, they constantly talk about, like, yeah, I got this on it. Like, I'm so smart. Like, I'm so intelligent, all this stuff. But didn't you just say it doesn't define it? Oh, so, like, I, I feel like there's right after the AP exams, everyone went online onto, onto that, like, online AP score calculator for the subject and everyone's like okay if i get like a 30 on the multiple choice and i get like a eight out of nine like i can get a five or and it was just yeah that was the entire week literally (laughs) yeah was not the best um and then about like next year's classes you're all like oh you know i'm gonna take maybe three ap's next year but then like two honors or like three honors and two ap's and you're Mm -hmm. like oh ap's what you're gonna say for senior year it's just there's like a lot of pressure to like do an AP or like at least one. Yeah. And I feel uh, like, like, oh, sorry. <laughs> you can talk, like, it's fine. Oh, oh. I was just going to say like that happened to me like last mm-hmm. year. Like, not like pressure, pressure, but I wasn't planning on taking no, AP World true. History, but all of my friends said they were taking it. And I was like, well, I have like one less AP class, so maybe I'll just take it. But good thing it was online last year. It made things a lot easier. Mm-hmm. So, like, I was okay with taking it. But, like, 
I was like semi pressure to take it. I wasn't actually going to take AP World History. Though. Yeah. I think a lot of people like have that pressure. Mm-hmm. I mean, I definitely know that I was. But um, yeah, it's like, I feel like your counselor is yelling at you to not like stress yourself out and not do too much. But then they don't, they also like, I heard this thing where like apparently the counselor like um, to your college applications like gives you a score on how hard your workload is compared to other people. And so your counselor is yelling at you to like keep it low, like less of a workload, but then like you also have to maintain a good enough workload so that it looks good on your college applications. Yeah. So, find about. Yeah, I don't know if that's like necessarily true, but like I got yeah, like mm-hmm. person like the AP like that doesn't make you stand out like at all. I'm gonna be straight up with you, like everyone takes APs across the United States. It's not going to make a difference when you apply to college at all. Um, there's no difference. Like, mm-hmm. Sabrina, you take AP Lang in Maryland, mm-hmm. and I take AP Lang in New York. It won't make a difference. We could apply to the same yeah. school. We both can get rejected. So, exactly. um, and then there could be a kid who took, you know, just regular English, and, you know, they are just are just, they're more dedicated to their extracurriculars and more dedicated mm-hmm. to being a part of their community. Mm-hmm. rather than take challenging courses because you can take all the challenging courses you want but at the end of the day so are a bunch of other high school students and you know i think one of the biggest things is that um ivy leagues and like one of those high colleges that a lot of students want to go to um are you know they're looking for community involvement how are you changing you know um student life around your school um mm-hmm. like how are you getting involved um what are you doing to make an impact because I don't think AP World History, getting a five yeah. is gonna stand out. Yeah. Like, you know the content, you know the information, you know how to study and take a test, but are you it's making a difference? Other people. Mm-hmm. Literally, that's so true because it's like, um, I feel like so many people take these like very hard classes and they put so much stress on themselves because their thing is like, okay, I'm taking these hard classes. I'm going to get into a good school, but that's like not the case. I feel like a lot of colleges, they're like looking at how you are as a person. Like, what did you write your essay about? Like how unique are you? What's your extracurriculars? All that stuff. And I feel like it's the next four years. So they're obviously going to look at like, how do you fit into our school as like a person, right? I feel like it's just so much pressure just taking all these hard classes because they think in their mind that it equals to like your intelligence, where you're going to go and all this stuff, but it really doesn't. Yeah, it does. APs, to be honest, APs like a scam. Yeah, that's what I've been thinking. That's Mm -hmm. why I'm kind of thankful I'm on the college course side of things. Yeah. Because one, it's cheaper. I don't have to pay tuition Mm -hmm. or anything because I'm in high school. Mm-hmm. So I don't have to pay for like the test or anything. Yeah. And once you take the college final, if you pass, you pass. If you fail, you fail. You take it mm-hmm. again. Doesn't matter. Yeah, it's I wish I did that score. It's like a percentage. Mm-hmm. So. Literally, I wish I. So we have the same thing at our school, but it's called dual enrollment. And I literally wish I took that sooner. I'm literally taking it my senior year. And I've, I could have taken it from, like, freshman year. And I regret it so much. Because I feel like that's, like, the environment that I kind of, like, you know, strive in. And it's, like, so much more interesting. Way yeah, less competitive. And you can, like, really balance out how you want it to be. And it's still really good. And I feel like 
I don't know. It's just so much pressure. I feel like the pressure is like also from like a big misconception that people think like test scores are like everything. I yeah. think schools push for that a lot. I don't know, but like there's like posters in my school like about like testings and test scores and all like okay. Mm-hmm. And then there was like one that was like high five, like like um test score like five on the AP exam club or something like that. It was like a poster in one of the classrooms. And I feel like especially with like parents too, um some because I know especially with like my parents, they um didn't go to college, so like they think that like test scores are a really big deal when like getting into college. So they don't really care about like the extracurriculars and like mm-hmm. everything else in the application, like the essays and things like that. Yeah, agreed. Mm-hmm. I think you made mm-hmm. a really good point. Yeah, because at this at the end of the day, the schools care about the test scores because that helps them increase their ranking and they get more funding because of that. So um, that's why there's this like immense pressure for people or like um, this desire for people to want better, higher scores. Mm-hmm. I mean, definitely with COVID, that whole thing's changing because a lot of students are on a different academic scale. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, some are still dealing with like anxiety and trauma. Um, you know, some people like switch to homeschool. Um, and, you know, I just think test scores, they're, they're plainly stupid. I think the whole college board system is a scam. Oh, yes. yes. The college board system. So it's, it's, much. A, it's a big, big scam. Literally. And, um, it's something like um, students should not like base their whole thing off mm-hmm. of. I know, um, you know, a lot. I'm very, very friendly with the freshmen in my school, and they're always asking me, like, oh my God, did you take, um, you know, AP Euro or did you take, you know, geometry honors? Did you take blah, blah, blah? Right. And I'm like, think about it like this. Take the courses on subjects that, you know, you care about or passionate mm-hmm. about and things that you maybe you want to like major in. Don't be taking math honors if you're not a math person. You don't even go to don't even plan to go in math. Sure, it'd be nice to be advanced in math. But why stress yourself out taking an mm-hmm. advanced math course when you want nothing to do with math? Right. <laughs> so, you know, I stuck with, you know, history. I really like history. Um, you know, history is a part of psychology in a sense. Um, and. Uh, I take sociology. Those are all courses I'm passing in. And I was very, very particular about like the courses I select on like my AP courses. And um, I look at other people when they go, I have to take every single AP because my parents told me to. And I'm like, your education is based off your parent and not yourself. And, you know, mm-hmm. it's kind of a hard thing to get out of. And um, yeah. it's just life. So that last comment about like your parents controlling Mm -hmm. everything i agree because like parents will get college coordinators and like college counselors and they pick out your like classes for you Mm -hmm. they start calculating your gpa based off of like which classes they have planned for you then they start planning your essays planning your extracurriculars and it's basically like you're fitting the mold that they're giving you instead of like creating it yourself exactly you don't feel like you can be your own person with all this like external stressors you know like all this stuff and i literally agree with jihin like i stressed myself so much in high school about taking like such hard math classes which i want nothing to do in college like i absolutely hate math like i want to based on junior year like i'm steering clear from that like and i realized why did i do that to myself like 
you know, it's like I created so much stress for myself and all that stuff when I want nothing to do with like my majors that I want to do in college. Don't I don't even have to take calc for it. So why am I taking it now? Like, mm. I don't even get it. Mm-hmm. It's, yeah. it's like so much. And I feel mm-hmm. like we could have known this earlier, you know? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and I know we're talking about like college and everything, college board and how people prep yeah. for college and stuff. But, you know, there's not a lot of talk of high school students taking a gap year. And I feel like, you know, um, sometimes that's, you know, well needed for a lot of students. You know, students go through mm-hmm. so, so much. Like I think about like the valedictorian in, you know, schools and mm-hmm. think about how many AP classes, you know, they took self-study for you know how many like extra like credit classes they took outside of school like how many like Mm -hmm. internships they've done and you know extracurriculars like they're president of like five clubs and i'm like how do you sleep at night like do you even sleep sleep at night is the question literally (laughs) and then it's summer you do something like sophomore year junior year senior year college like there's no like stopping Mm-hmm. exactly yeah i think there should be more conversations around gap year there are some students yeah. that just need to pause and mm-hmm. you know take that time exactly. and maybe even you know work in retail and maybe you mm-hmm. might want to go maybe that will spark your interest in marketing business mm-hmm. or you know mm-hmm. go you know volunteer somewhere and those opportunities can really help you um decipher what you want to do because a lot of you know college counselors and people say you need to know what you need to do and what you want to major in college but you, you know, really don't you literally don't. have two years you can go in undecided exactly. you don't really have to pick until your second year mm-hmm. so it's like yeah i'm grateful that i know what i want to do yeah, um, yeah I, same. Like, I i'm grateful that i have the opportunity to be um to instead of going to my high school for my senior year um, I'll be starting my first year in college at my community college. Um, mm-hmm. That way I can graduate earlier. Um, I'm very fortunate because I know what I want to do. I have a plan set and a lot of us are not fortunate and to have a plan because maybe mm-hmm. we're just struggling. We're like, well, I don't really want to do that. Like, you know, your mom's like, you should go into law. You know, you should go into a five-year mm-hmm. law program, but you don't want to go into law, right? Yeah. So um, I'm fortunate that I know what I want to do and I have a plan, but you know, there should be some type of like guideline and some set to help those who don't have the plan yeah um because there's always opportunities for those gap year students exactly gap year should be talked about more in the school system than anything Mm -hmm. also another thing that should be talked about more is community college i feel like a lot of people they they don't talk about it enough or it's like frowned upon because it's not a typical four-year college and i'm like no i feel like community college like literally it's better because you get the credits for cheaper you get to know what you want to do you get to take all these classes and all that stuff and you have an even better chance of going into like a very good university rather than if you apply directly in high school same with gap year you can build your resume you can do like volunteering what you're interested in and you get an even better chance of going into a higher you know like a like a good college and i feel like there's so many options than going like directly into more studying and i feel like that needs to be talked about more and that creates mm-hmm. less stress too which i feel looks very mm-hmm. important for your mental health and all that stuff definitely yeah. and yeah know, i think one important portion is that um the college that you go to and you put in your resume 
will say a lot to the employer, you know, mm -hmm. and it's like, you know, if a person who is applying went to a community college and then went to, you know, like SUNY Binghamton, right? And then another person was valedictorian and went to Harvard. <laughs> like, you know, like you're mm -hmm. like the school that you go to also says a lot, which is also like unfortunate that that's the way that yeah. lives run like you know like oh that person obviously is more determined no that's not the case that person kind of just done you know went to harvard because their parents like you know you know afforded them to do yeah, that exactly so set, set their goals for them to go to harvard um, or maybe they're a legacy legacies have an easier time getting in yes yeah mm -hmm. i'm like one of my friends actually her parent like, I think her mom is an alumni at Duke. And I'm like, oh, my God. <laughs> she, yeah. it's, like, so neat. Like, she, all she does is talk about it. She's like, yeah, my mom's an alumni at Duke. Like, I'm so getting in and all that stuff. Well, other people, it's, like, a struggle to go to, like, a, a good school like that. And I feel like that also yeah. is talked about more, too. Yeah. So I'm like, oh, my God. <laughs> Also, the Ivy pressure, like, mm -hmm. I'm on the West Coast, so it's more of a UC pressure, but oh yeah. well. The Ivy pressure that I've seen, the amount of people that want to go to an Ivy is just, oh my goodness. And the acceptance rates and selections and stuff are all over the place mm -hmm. right now. Qualified candidates aren't getting in, but other people that may be either legacy or something was different about mm -hmm. their application are getting in and it's crazy because then mm -hmm. there are so many people that are so disappointed thinking oh why didn't i get into harvard was i not good enough what did i not yeah. do that they wanted etc etc mm -hmm. so it's just, mm -hmm. yeah ugh. people think that you know your undergraduate is like you know um for the rest of your lives and i know quite a few adults now who are like 40s and they have two bachelors because they may win into like fashion you know advertisement and they're like i absolutely do not want to go into fashion at all so then they go back to school and they get a bachelor's in like you know education because they realize maybe they want to work in school or wherever and you know it's just do something you're passionate about like don't rush into something mm -hmm. um and like you know an ivy league sure it looks great you know it looks fantastic like it looks cool right but like, does it mean a lot to you when you're 55? Yeah, it doesn't. Probably not. No one's gonna care what college you go to at that age, too. They're gonna care about what you did. You know, mm -hmm. like what did you do to make like a change and all that stuff. They're not gonna care. Like, oh, I went to Harvard. They'd like care about like what you did. You know, with your life, basically. Wait, Senna, yeah, I have like a question you for you. Senna. Go for it. Okay. Senna, so I know you're involved in like IB. Um, how does that like look like for you and your school and like your like competitive environment? Because I know you mentioned how like a lot of kids like dropped out of the IB diploma program. So what does that look like? Senna. Senna, you're muted. You're on mute. Can she hear us? I think she can hear us, but she can't speak. Okay. Did you no, hear Jaden's very important question? 
didn't. I'm, I'm, it's so important. What was the you missed question? major information. Oh my god. What was the question? Oh my god. It's so bad. You missed it. No. I don't know. Oh, what I was Basically, yeah. uh, he was asking, like, we were talking about, like, APs and college, like, after school, but, like, we know that you do the IB program. Uh-huh. So how does the IB program, like, affect you and, like, your environment and, like, the people, like, you know, basically? Oh, I, I feel like it's the exact same thing with IB. Um, I think most people that do IB have a lot of pressure to, like, if you're in IB, you're expected to, like, go to, like, an IB league because it's, like, supposed to be really hard, and it is, but, um, like, I think it's the exact same with APs, but the IB exam is definitely seems a little bit harder because it's not multiple choice and like it's all written. So that's like a whole thing. And if you don't pass the exams at like the end of the next year, then you don't get the diploma. And then you've spent two years like on working on this just to not get it. So it's like a whole thing. I also wanted to say that like with like the whole college board is a scam. I also think like we still have like, as much as it is a scam, we are still so reliant on it to, like, determine whether or not, like, we're worthy of, like, getting into certain colleges and, like, Ivy League and all that. So, like, we, we recognize and acknowledge that it's, like, a freaking college board, yeah. But mm-hmm. we still, you know, subscribe to it. And, I mean, we don't really have a choice, but, yeah. And I think at, at, at a certain point, it also becomes, like, the bare minimum, like, taking AP classes and being in the IB program or like being the president of like a club is like the bare minimum to get into an Ivy League and you have to like cure something yeah. to really make sure that you're gonna get in. Do you have like um a question, do you have like flexibility with the courses you take through the IB program or do you have to take like certain classes? Like how does it work? You have to take like math. You have you have to take a math and English or science and then mm-hmm. humanities. But like humanities are different. So I'm taking psychology because of course. And then you wait. There's choices, but it's all math, English, science. You have to take and history as well. So mm-hmm. or like there's different types. You can take world history or U.S. history. It's basically like AP. Oh, so it's like the same with like yeah. AP and all that stuff. But, like, you're required to take, like, higher level for every single subject that you do? Not every. So, with the full diploma, you have to take three standard level and then three high level. So, you have to, so you have, so, like, I'm doing, like, biology high level, but I wouldn't do math high level because I suck at math. So, that's, you can make that choice, like, depending on where your strengths are at, but, yeah. It sucks. Don't do, I mean, I mean, it's too late now, but don't. So did you do it like all throughout high school or was it like it was it your high school or was it like only two years it's two years like my school is like oh we're an ib school like it's the whole thing the whole personality and mm-hmm. over it and we just like force you to do the program and you know i fell for it and it's kind of too late now so um, no. <laughs> yeah but um and we we barely have any APs. You can only take APs in like your freshman year, and then after that, you have to do I like you have to do IP. No, we no. didn't even have an option to take AP classes in freshman year. So like, I think the only one you could take is AP Computer Science Principles. That's it. Really? In I freshman year, AP oh, U.S. Okay. History and AP Government in freshman and sophomore year, and then that's all. Wow. And then I had to not do anymore. 
That's crazy. Yeah, we didn't get like. Oh, sorry. <laughs> I was gonna say that's so weird because it's so different yeah. in my school. It's like different grade level for like different courses, and I feel like that like also affects mm -hmm. like how well you do on the exam too, mm -hmm. like with how much experience you have. And like mm -hmm. relating to your Ivy thing, my school is actually the only Ivy school in my county too. But like wow. we don't harp on Ivy as much. I feel like a lot of people actually take more APs in my school than IB, but we do have like some people like transfer like within the county to my school just for the IB program, which I kind mm -hmm. of. I it's I'm pretty funny sure because oh. getting paid. Sorry, I'm pretty sure it's getting okay. paid for like the number of people that do IB. So like that's why they're so crazy about it. Literally, and it's it's weird because me and Senna we live in the same state, right, Maryland, C different counties, and right. based on like what she's saying, so different from my county. And like we're like hmm. you, you're Montgomery County, right? Yeah. Yeah, and we're like right next to each other, and it's still so different. Like. I'm just wondering what each county focuses on and all that stuff. It's just so weird, like the dynamic and all that stuff. Same state, yet completely different thing. Like in our county, we have no IB thing, like nothing. It's just AP. Now I think about it, yeah, we don't have any school that does IB. Yeah, I actually don't know any school that does IB near me either, for that matter. Mm. I know that my school is affiliated with the community college we're literally just 10 rooms in the college our school is kind of small so it is very harped on of the college courses college courses college courses but the problem is the way um we did the articulation is really weird so you can't take certain courses unless you're in a specific grade level which reminds me of your guys's ap system i think for example I wanted to take English just because of the graduation requirement and it would be easier for me to take early, but I'm not allowed to do that because the way they articulated it, I can only take that senior year, which I find really weird, but. I feel like that's also for me, we actually have like, I take like almost the same courses as everyone else in my grade level. I think that might be the same in other schools, but that's because like yeah. every every grade level, there's like, a required course you have to take for like mm -hmm. English and um social studies credit but then like for sciences we're like free to choose like biology chemistry physics yeah but yeah yeah the only thing that's really different for us per grade level is usually math because a lot of people are either behind or for example i'm going to be taking calculus in the fall i have some friends that are going to be taking intermediate algebra which is like the first college course but yeah for english spanish actually spanish can be variable but english history all the humanities courses are usually the same also literally everyone's taking chemistry because everyone's a junior so i feel like yeah. for, for me i took ap calculus this past year and uh, most people were like juniors which was really surprising because i'm on the accelerated course which means that a lot of people are on the accelerated course and there were actually only a couple seniors that like took that class. It was AP Calc A, B, and B, C. So we do two classes in like one year, which I find, I kind of find like really weird because I thought there'd be a lot more seniors, but I feel like since there's a lot more juniors, I think there's a lot more pressure to like start getting to these advanced classes like 
the younger you are because I actually had some 10th graders in my class as well taking AP Calculus ABBC with me and I find that so weird because I don't understand how they got to that level so fast and it turns out they were taking like online courses like over the summer or like an extra course like throughout the school year to um, start catching up to people. And I just find that like really insane. I, it's not worth it. Yeah, I it's did that. I did that. Actually, my last summer, summer before sophomore year, I took the intermediate algebra, which is the first course. <clears throat> and it was actually worth it for me because it was like an online class. It wasn't that hard. But the thing is, a lot of people started failing STEM classes. So that was the last year anyone was allowed to take a STEM class during the summer. So I got lucky. This year, no one's allowed to take any math, any science, nothing. You can take government or whatever if you want, but not really. So it's crazy how much it changed in a year. I feel like in my cult, in my school's culture, a lot of people take our like Georgia virtual school courses over the summer to catch up. I know um, with the math, they, they took math prerequisites and got into like higher math courses. I had some 10th graders in my AP Chem class because they took honors chem online. Same with biology, they could take biology online. We have like such a large range of classes that they can take online in the summer. And some of them count on, a lot of them count for like AP credit. So I feel like a lot of people are taking that many courses. There's um actually one kid in my lane class, he wants to be valedictorian. So he was taking like five classes this summer and like two extra classes like throughout the school year as well. And then all my friends were like, why would you do this? He was like, I just, I really want to be valedictorian. I'm like, yeah, I like, as a goal, so burned out. Like, he has mm -hmm. the ambition, but I feel like he's like pushing himself so much because he comes to school like tired every day. He like skips class sometimes. And I was just like, wow. I spoke with the valedictorian at my school. Um, I'm very, very, very good friends with her because of theater. And I said like, did you like work for this? She said, kind of kind of not kind of was just natural and she was just like i just like just took ap's and i just like breezed through them and you know that's the thing for like some for some people like ap classes or ib classes may be like easy for them they may walk into that class and think it's like you know a joke like i walk into my ap lang class and i'm like another study hall because we do absolutely nothing and it's been practically nothing all the time like I don't know like they're just you know just hearing that for her it was just like natural for her in a sense like there was times that she did work for it um you know she had to like gather a plan like you know what do we actually want to do because she's going um to no worries sorry she's going to stony brook um and um she went undecided um and um <laughs> she was just like it was just natural and i feel like valedictorian it should be natural if you work for it you just get burnt yeah. out it's not worth it because mm -hmm. like imagine this is a disappointment if like you know you didn't get that valedictorian she exactly. did exactly like mm, you're gonna be really disappointed you're like oh my god and also like your valedictorian speech is basically gonna be I worked so hard for this and then everyone's gonna literally look at you like yeah you really did but like you were not involved in like everything else and you were so burned out the whole time and then you're gonna realize that in college mm -hmm. and then you're gonna be like I regret everything I did 
Exactly. I'm like, remember mm-hmm. that like class party that we had, and you weren't there because you were you had a Zoom exactly. to attend for like AP. <laughs> right. Mm-hmm. So I mean, it also affects socialization and just communication and just like your overall mental health and how much you can like take Um, because there's only so much that a bear can eat you know that saying and um that goes for any valedictorian that wants to be valedictorian i mean you should i mean you could want to be valedictorian but you shouldn't like go and like fight for it and like work hard like it should have some natural sense to it because like it should be like kind of like you know surprise you know because if you like work for it yeah. and like you're like i have to do this do this do this in order to be like mm-hmm. what is your like what you said what is your speech going to be about i work so hard and i studied exactly. every day. <laughs> and then everyone's gonna be like yeah yeah that's all you did you, i don't know if you guys have seen but like there's a speech online like it blew up because the valedictorian speech was talking about how um he kind of regrets being valedictorian. Yeah, I saw yeah. that. And I was just have like that social connection. And then he mm-hmm. was like, I worked this hard and I'm so proud of myself. But now that like reflecting on it, I like neglect- neglected my friends, my family, my mm-hmm. relationships just for this like three minute speech standing here in front of you guys. And when I go yeah. to college, they don't care if I was valedictorian in high school. Like that's college now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, as someone who wants to be valedictorian, I'm going to do it my way. If I get valedictorian, cool. If I don't, oh well. I'm just going to keep doing what Mm -hmm. I do and see where it gets me. Also, all my friends think I'm going to be valedictorian, which makes it worse. So I'm like, "Mm, are you sure? Everyone's like, yes, you're going to be valedictorian. So I'm like, okay, Mm -hmm. you say so. We'll see. Yeah. You know, I think it's just school, high school, college, Mm -hmm. undecided, work hard, work not, you know, drop out, stay in school, um, party, don't party, whatever the case is, um, you should use your four years of high school and your four years of undergraduate to find yourself, to find what you want to do, and really make this point of your life the time because you're only youthful so so young and you know mm-hmm. you only yeah, have this time and take these experiences um carry it with you be yourself don't follow what other people want and um if you want to go into law and want to go into medicine or want to go into want to even go into psychology like brainwave over here mm-hmm. um do what you love and what you're passionate about and put all your yeah. dedication towards that and those are my final words, and I think that's what everyone else has to say here. So, mm-hmm. thank you for also, listening. Also, reminder to everyone: B's and C's get degrees. If you're yes. not perfect, it's okay. C's get degrees, degrees, please. People need to emphasize that. Okay, C's get degrees. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Okay. I just.